Welcome to Directive's Tech Brief Podcast. My name is Alina Klaasen, your technology reporter. This week we look at Germany's perspective on the agreement on the AI Act and further consequences. For an overview of all things technology in the EU, sign up for our free newsletter or visit the website directive.com. Recently, we also launched the Directive app for iOS and Android. This is Directive's Tech Brief Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Klaus Landefeld, Vice Chairman of the Management Board at the Association of the Internet Industry, ECO. As the Director of Infrastructure and Networks with ECO since 1997, he's an expert for internet neutrality, data retention, telecommunications, surveillance, VLAN and IT security. Since 2006, Klaus Landefeld is also a member of the Committee for Technical Regulation and Telecommunication of the Federal News Network Agency Bundesnetzagentur. Hi, Klaus Landefeld. Hello, <laughs> thank you for having me. So the political agreement on the AI Act was reached by EU policymakers in December, but due to its complexity, technical refinement took several weeks. Then on Friday, the Committee of the Permanent Representatives approved the AI Act. Previously, the German side was unable to reach an internal agreement until the last few days. German ministers were concerned that the rules were too restrictive and that it could hinder the AI development in Europe. Further grounds for criticism were that the hurdles for biometric surveillance, which enables the tracking of criminals and suspects using facial recognition, were too low. Back in 2021, the Traffic Light Coalition ruled out real-time biometric surveillance in its coalition agreement that regulates the current legislative period. The enforcement of the AI Act could mean breaking that promise. As a next step, the European Parliament's Internal Market and Civil Liberties Committees will adopt the legislative file next Tuesday. The vote in the plenary is provisionally scheduled for April 10th and 11th. 20 days after publication in the official journal, the AI Act will enter into force. Now, with all this background, I would like to dive right into the topic and ask you my first question. So after the 27 ambassadors of member states approved the AI Act, are there any aspects of the legislative file that are still unclear for companies, for example, in Germany? One of the problems of the AI Act is, of course, that well, one, one, it's, it's almost 900 pages of documents. Right? So you need um, uh, it needs to be analyzed uh, much clearly. Um, and the, the, the problems we have right now is that there's a national transposition uh, which needs to be done. And that there are some, um, uh, some aspects um, where we're still unclear how it will actually pan out in Germany and for, for German companies. Also, um, there's broad disagreement um, if, uh, if if it's actually uh, hindering or, or furthering innovation in, in AI. Um, uh, the, the whole act was basically done to um, to ensure citizens' rights versus companies, and that is that is properly regulated. But the rest is very fuzzy right now. So we'll still have to see if it is if it's uh, actually good legislation or it will be problematic for companies. And is there anything that you would hope that would be implemented and that is more clear, like 
Are there any specific aspects where you wish more clarity for? It's a bit unclear if there is, is still leeway to, to do that. Um, the, 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 the bits which are, which are really important from, from a German perspective is, um, I mean, we, we have four types of applications um, which will now be regulated, uh, low, medium, high risk, and some which are not allowed at all. And especially for the high risk, um, we, we need a national implementation. How will that actually be defined? Because the, the act is not very clear on which applications are actually high risk and which are not. So it really depends on, on the nat uh, national implementation, how that will be defined. And knowing Germany will probably have a very high um, high standard here. Um, uh, and um, the, the review of the software, that is part of the process. If you have a high risk application, your software will need to be reviewed. And how that review will actually look like, how it will work out, um, that, is, um, that, that is also something which can be nationally um, adopted. And um, I, I, the risk for German companies is obviously that we will have a higher standard than in other um, European legislations, and then, uh, then, then it might hinder uh, AI development. And what does the agreement on the AI Act mean for the German federal government and national companies? So specifically for German companies, what are the biggest um, hurdles for them with the AI Act that's now been agreed on? It really depends on the type of application you're developing. Um, so for low-risk um, uh, applications, um, it's um, uh, you can now start. You know you know where you are. You can you know that you can use AI and and. Um, Even for the medium risk, you basically need to inform your, uh, your constituents, your, your uh, users, that um, that they're using AI and need to ma make them aware. They will need to have a, um, um, a process where they can complain, where they can have, have interactions reviewed. At least you know where you are. That's the biggest plus uh, compared to where we were before. Um, but um, uh, as I said before, uh, the, the differentiation, where does, uh, where, where does medium risk end, where does high risk start, um, can we actually implement it? Will German um, regulation um, uh, as uh, is related to, to data protection and privacy? And typically, we're very uh, we have the highest standards in that field. Um, so it could happen that that also the uh, the governmental institutions in responsible to check on this um, will have the highest standards again, and that that we won't be able to to come up with competitive solutions versus other countries. So one of the biggest fears for German companies right now is to be buried in bureaucracy again. Is that correct? Uh, it, more or less, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it depends on. It, it's not just bureaucracy. It's just just applying higher standards, right? So so uh, as with um, uh, uh, data protection regulation, we have we, we're all working under the same data protection regulation, but still um, uh, the standards applied in Germany because we we're used to to that for 20 years plus um, uh, are higher than they are in in, in other countries which for which implementation was new and actually on a european level the um, the data protection officers are still working out how to to apply it in a consistent level so that within a single market the same rules apply for everyone and um, the same could happen or i fear that it will happen for ai as well that the um, the uh, that, that the implementation in the individual countries how it how it is being um uh, uh actually worked at on a on a day-to-day -day basis will be different and that the standards um ethical standards the data protection standards the privacy st uh, standards and so on uh, applied in germany will be higher again than they will be in other um, legislations leading to 
the, the fact that because we are in a single market, you could still sell, sell your software. Um, so it, it, we could end up in a, in a, a scenario where uh, development of applications in other European countries uh, has um, a, a lower adoption uh, problems than, than we have in Germany. And you've already mentioned the concern that the rules can be too restrictive for innovation. Um, so could you dive a bit deeper into possible leeways for Germany that the nation can take? I mean, you have mentioned that um, you're expecting higher um, standards for, the, for Germany and German companies. Maybe you can dive a little bit deeper into other leeways. That is up for discussion right now, right? So we need to, we really need to find out where, where do our legislators stand and what do we actually, um, uh, how do we actually approach it in the national legislation? I mean, there, there were a lot of um, discussions between um, nation states uh, before, like uh, France almost didn't adopt it at all, um, uh, and, and, and Germany was was, was very unclear. And, and the view, uh, the view of is this actually um, helping or hindering innovation? If, if you talk to 10 politicians, it's uh, it, you get uh, 11 votes, <laughs> right? So um, it's in the end, we ended up that even um, the, the, the top uh, criticizers of, of, of these type of regulations, like, for example, CCC and so on, basically said, well, adopted so that we have something at all um, because right now um, AI was was being used and, and developed without any frame uh, framework now we have a framework we'll have to see if that framework works if it will hinder or help innovation as I said it's completely unclear uh, even even the, the the critics groups are um, uh, are very much um, uh, un, undecided right now um, uh, for concerning the, the the development of applications right most of the critic criticisms you've so far, where on the um, where on the use of AI in uh, for law enforcement, for uh, border controls, and things like that. But uh, there's a broad exemptions where um, uh, where were provisions which were so far. Uh, uh, supposed to be not in the text like the parliament absolutely didn't want it to have in the text um, are now we're now adopted and are actually part of the text there are even discussions right now if the um, if the trilogue uh, compromise was um, correctly um, transposed uh, into what was now adopted um, but it's really it's really a question on how will the nation states use that for, um, for for their own internal means not so much about how will how will users and companies interact but how will um, uh, the, the, the uh, how will law enforcement how will um, uh, uh, these rules apply for nation states in in using that internally for for uh, for, for detection of uh, of criminal behavior and things like that You've already mentioned criminal behavior on this topic. I was wondering, with the federal government ruling out real-time biometric surveillance in its coalition agreement, is there any option for the traffic light coalition to keep its promise? Well, they can. That that is really up to to the nation states to decide how they, they have an exemption now. They could use it. So, so nation states can adopt um, uh, or can opt for for using. Um, uh, 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 face detection or, or, or automatic detection systems of face. They can use it in border controls. They can use um, uh, uh, AI-based um, uh, lie detection at, at border gates, even so that was never proven to be effective. But they can opt for it. They can they can implement it um, in their national adoptions and can say, yes, we want to use it, or we allow our law enforcement, our border agencies and so on to use it. Um, 
However, you could also say, no, we don't want this. And um, the, the national adoption could actually say, no, uh, it is not allowed. And looking at the coalition agreement, um, uh, the, the, the traffic light coalition would actually have to say, no, in our coalition agreement, we, we said we are not going to allow this. We don't want to have automatic face recognition. Uh, we don't want uh, what in border crossings. We don't want it in public spaces and so on. And if they hold true to it, and um, uh, at least the, um, the FDP uh, already said they, they're going to, to uphold it, the Greens said they want to uphold it, and parts of the, the social Democrats also said they, they don't want to move away from the coalition agreement. So the hopes are that we can still uphold it in Germany, but the risk is there that the, um, uh, let's say, the more um, uh, uh, surveillance-minded um, uh, parts of, of these uh, fraction, uh, factions will also basically um, uh, come through, and that uh, at least certain certain usage uh, usage scenarios like uh, offline usage to um, uh, so, so one discussion point, for example, would be that that available material um, uh, uh, from from cameras and things like that, not not in a real time scenario, but in an offline usage scenario, um, uh, to to review gathered evidence or things like that, um, uh, that these will be allowed and will be available to police and law enforcement later on, um, uh, and, and uh, obviously. Um, Civil rights supporters don't want this, and um, uh, originally the, the uh, traffic light coalition said they don't want this in Germany as well. And I, I simply hope they will pull through, and that that the um, civil rights will be upheld there. Okay, thank you for clarifying that question. So, since we've already spoken about the innovation that comes um, with this. I would like to know um, if there is now more legal certainty and predictability for companies in general when it comes to the AI Act? Well, as I said, for certain areas of applications, um, uh, you, most certainly you can now start developing it, um, uh, and especially the, the these um, mid-type uh, applications. Um, uh, uh, I, I believe that, 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 that you can now actually um, uh, say, yes, we want to use AI in our products as well. Um, uh, we can, uh, we will enable um, uh, our software with AI-based tools, um, uh, also in manufacturing, in, in a lot of scenarios. You can, you can now say, okay, now I have a framework. Now I can, I can grade my application. I can basically say it belongs to, to one of these um, four. Well essentially to one of the three types of applications which are allowed because there are certain applications which um, which are not allowed at all uh, in, in the act, um, uh, like um, uh, uh, emotion recognition in, uh, at the workspace and things like that. Um, uh, so, uh, so, but at least now you know, um, uh, yes, there are three types of applications I can develop. Um, uh, I, if I grade my application, if I can put it in, in one of these three categories, then I know what to do. Can I simply distribute it? Can I, do I have to inform users? Do I do to, to just need to clarify what I'm doing and, and what my algorithms are doing? Or is it a high-risk application that actually needs to be reviewed and, and Kind of get a stamp of approval, but but you know where you are. You know that the the rules on developing software uh, or AI based software um, uh, are there, and, and and it's a starting point. Before the AI Act, um, nowhere in the world it was really clear which rules apply. And I believe that um, even even so, I'm I don't think it's one of the the the, the biggest developments ever. Uh, I think we could have been clearer in the AI Act, but at least it is a starting point from framework 
to build on. Probably it will show that, that we need a clearer regulation or a clearer classification, especially right now there's, uh, there's a lot of rules missing on where, um, uh, how will evaluation of software work, how will a review of, of um, well, software, AI-based systems work. These rules are completely not well, unclear. They are not part of, of, of the act right now. Um, uh, and we will need further le legislation um, and, uh, in either adoption in the national systems or, uh, or further EU regulation before this will become clear. But it is a starting point, at least um, uh, one larger um, uh, economic space, the EU, moved into the direction that, uh, that there is some clarity on what can be done, how it is being done, and we believe it will be a blueprint for the rest of the world. And so in, in that aspect, it is a good development that we have an uh, adoption right now, and we can uh, basically start at that point and say, okay, um, how can we further develop it? How can we make it clearer? How can we uh, ensure um, a privacy of users, things like that, even in AI-based scenarios? So since you've already mentioned what you, you think is missing, um, what would you recommend for Germany to take more into consideration when adopting the AI Act? Well, I hope that we will restrain ourselves for governmental use. That is very, very clear, right? So that is, um, uh, uh, and I know that there is um, a lot of drive um, in uh, some countries within Germany um, to use AI-based systems, um, like in Hesse and Bavaria, uh, and also uh, the uh, the Interior Ministry now now started evaluating uh, AI-based systems. I hope they will restrain themselves and that that the um, uh, that we will not um, uh, not be very open here to to adopt um, uh, AI based systems for police use. Uh, I mentioned that before, right? But that also obviously goes for um, for the usage in banks, uh, for the, usage, the the applications which are prohibited. That also needs, uh, I think, a bit more clarification um, uh, about um, profiling, for example. Um, uh, while it yes it is clear it is uh, prohibited uh, i think we need to expand on what what class of applications are really meant which uh, which, which more concrete applications are actually um, uh, prohibited now um, uh, and, and these usage uh, scenarios because I know that there's a lot of work being done with uh, banks, with um, uh, uh, insurance systems and so on where you could potentially use it which is now supposed to be prohibited but I think we need to be um, uh, a lot clearer on, on what which types of software are actually being used uh, or which, which parts of software are actually AI enabled right now where it is used and will that be pro uh, accepted or, or prohibited um, and um, as I said, as long as the as, as the rules to review it the, uh, are not there, and uh, that will be part of the national transposition, it is really very difficult to tell right now um, uh, if if it it will help us or it won't help us. Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I can't be more clear right now. But that that is the biggest problem with the whole AI Act right now is that it is so. Um, uh, 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 fuzzy. It, it has uh, a lot of the boundaries are, are are still to be defined through the national adoption or through uh, through subsequent um, uh, delegated acts, and that is um, uh, that, that is really what is missing right now. And uh, I'm not even sure if if the if the parliament will will adopt it as it is right now because of the ambiguity in in certain. Um, uh, parts. Um, I, I do believe they will adopt it because um, so that we actually have an AI Act. So I think the fact the, the fact 
that we have a starting point in AI regulation is more important than the, the details, which we don't have in, in the act right now. But uh, again, um, uh, we will now we need to we'll need to talk to our um, uh, politicians nationally and and start working on a national implementation just to be able to say, okay, where where will we end up? What do we actually want in Germany? And um, how can we help uh, our own uh, our own industry in uh, in building AI-based applications um, uh, under the framework that we have now? Since you mentioned that the AI Act is already a starting point, would you consider it being um, also an opportunity for AI technological advancement to be considered under this regulation? Or do you think there will need to be amendments in the future when the technology advances more? It really depends on what you said. I, I don't think that we would, uh, if, if we would, for example, get something like like um, uh, general AI or something, we will co need a completely new rule set. Um, uh, I don't think uh, it, it will. Uh, this will fit very well in in what we have now, right? So this is for for pre-trained uh, pre-trained um, uh, systems. It's. Um, uh, and, and basically what we have right now, where, where there is a lot of development, where, where um, a lot of software is being written right now, which is AI enabled, um, uh, and, and it's kind of like uh, creeping into daily life uh, in, all, in all sorts of aspects of life. So um, it is, it's important to have some framework and to, to move ahead. If, if that is really suited for um, what will, be, will pop up in, in five years' times, ten years' times, which is more or less where, where I would expect a, a bigger breakthrough in AI, um, I, I don't think it, it's suited um, uh, as it is right now. It will be suited for these types of applications um, uh, because that that will reach a completely new level, and we will need we, we will need a new oops, sorry. Um, I don't think it's suited for these types of applications. We will need a completely new way of grading these applications, which will not fall within the um, within the four um, uh, uh, the four categories we have right now. That's all we've got time for this week. Don't forget to sign up for our free Tech Brief newsletter to stay on top of tech news and digital policy developments in the EU and beyond. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast published on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Amazon Music. This episode was produced with the technical help of Evi Kiori. I'm your technology reporter Alina Klasen and thank you for listening. Music